Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Oh, man, there's a lot of stuff going on. There is a lot going on. You know, you look at the news cycle, it's like, where do you start? You know, it's like <laughs> being at one of those uh, Brazilian barbecue places, like unlimited meat. It's yeah. like, I don't even I don't even know uh, where to start. <laughs> there's so much craziness to talk about. And I only know one person. They that, can put it all together. That can make it, put it together and help make sense from yep. the Thrive Time show, the one, the only Clay Clark. Yay! Hello! Greeting! Welcome, Clay. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thank you guys for allowing me to be here with you. And I can tell you, I'm fired up to be here with you guys. Um, and again, if you if you read Matthew 24, uh, Matthew chapter 24, Mark chapter 13, Luke chapter 21, Revelation chapter 6, 13 as well, and Daniel chapter 2, you can really understand what's happening. And so we just happen to be living during the fulfillment of a lot of the prophetic things that God said would happen. And, and th thankfully, people like Robin Bullock, you just had a great show with him the other day. Thankfully, you have people like Robin Bullock that are willing to talk about how the current day events connect to events prophesied in the Bible. Um, and I hope we continue to, to wake people up because I think it's... Uh, I believe uh, we're seeing the fulfillment of the prophetic aspects of the Bible that all need to happen before Christ returns. I want to talk about something real quick. A lot of people like to refer to themselves as patriots. And I, I think up until a couple of years, I would refer to patriots as like our founding fathers. I would refer to them as like a football team in, in New England. Um, and I would have considered myself patriotic because I loved our country, especially the Constitution, what it was founded on. But there's this rallying cry as people feel this oppression from uh, a tyrannical rule of, of government. Um, we see the Department of Justice weaponizing itself against political opponents. There's this kind of thing going on. And so there's a response to that. There's a cause and effect. There's a response to that of people saying, then we as the the we the, we the people, you know, you see these T-shirts, you know, we the people, we're ticked off or whatever. You know, you see all this stuff like there's this patriot. You have done a very unique thing in this space because not all gatherings are created equal. Um, just because people are angry and they have a grievance and they get together and you have a, a red, white, and blue shirt doesn't necessarily mean that you're all on the same side. Mm. Um, I, I want to point out something. We've been to like 22 or 23 reawakening. How many reawakening there's uh, been except for Anaheim? That's uh, the only one we've missed. America events. And there's something very unique that you bring to the table that I've just recently come into a higher level of appreciation for. And that mm. is you clearly want to save America because America, but, but, the, but the method is, is truly Americans need to be saved and, and and be brought into a realization of Jesus Christ and that our country was founded on biblical principles, mm -hmm. not just freedom of like, hey, I, you can't control me. You can go pound sand and I can do what I want to do in a very Ron Swanson mm -hmm. kind of a way. You know, here, how can you, how can you cook that pig here? Here's my permit. It says mm -hmm. I can do what I want. Well, you, you have events where you bring in the brightest minds in medical, the brightest minds in military intel, the, you know, all this, but you, but you, you also pull in the, the, the brightest minds that are, that have a spine and a backbone in, in, mm. in the church world. And you bring those together, but 
the highest point, the highest level of, of a thing that you have at your events is this authority that God is number one. When he looks up, he sees nothing. And then everybody else has got to kind of sort out their issues below that. Am I, am I exaggerating that at all? Because I, I I appreciate that about your events. And I've been to a few where it's just, we're angry and America first and you can shove it. And and there's all this kind of- It's not the same. It's not the same as, well, as, as, as like God is- first and foremost, and our country was founded and dedicated to him in principle. Well, okay. Um, this will, this will probably be a, a, a darker twist, but this is a real thing. Um, whenever, um, you know, we found out, whenever I found out, you found out, a lot of listeners found out early, some found out later, but when I discovered that the, the models that you know, said 2.2 million people would die from COVID were false, they're funded by Bill Gates. They were made by a guy by the name of Neil Ferguson, who's always wrong with his models, by the way. And I discovered that the PCR tests were falsely calibrated or could be falsely calibrated to inflate the number of positive cases. Kerry Mullis uh, said so, and he's the inventor of the PCR tests. Uh, Kerry Mullis also said that Fauci's a pathological liar. You know, And then when I discovered that uh, COVID was treatable because it was on the NIH website, hydroxychloroquine, before the lockdowns. I discovered that the system and method for testing for COVID-19 was patented in 2015. The system and method for testing for COVID-19 was patented in 2015. I documented it all at timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation. Then I went and watched a uh, Martin Luther King Jr. speech. And uh, Martin, I haven't haven't talked about this on a show before, but Martin Luther King Jr., um, he died. I want people to look this up, okay? Because we, we oftentimes get this age, we, th- we have a mindset of like, wow, Martin Luther King Jr. was, you know, next level. He must have died when he was 702 or, or you know, there's got to be a, we almost spiritualize these people to the point where we think like this person could not be a, a, a person. I mean, he's just so awesome that I could never be that, I, you know, because this person is so great. And I, I love to study history. But as I started looking up Martin Luther King Jr., I want people to look this up. He died in 1968. That's the year he died, 1968. So if you look up 1968 and you say, well, what year was he born? Okay, well, he was born in 1929. So you somebody do some hack away, do some simple math there. And you say, yeah, I was 39 years old when he passed wow. away. Wow. He's a baby. And so when I was recent, and, and this is, and I'm not trying to depress people. I'm just telling people, I'm not a big fan of a lot of the things that people on the planet Earth are excited about. Um, I just want my kids to have the freedom to um, live as I grew up, you know, but I, I'm not really into movies. I don't really do pro sports. I don't really have a lot of hobbies. And so um, my mindset, and I'm just going to read the lyrics. There's a song that I did not write called Living Sacrifice. And I'm not saying I agree with Brandon Lake and a lot of the things that he says and does. Uh, but one of the songs, it says, um, I will be a living sacrifice, all my heart and soul to glorify. I offer nothing less than all my life for Jesus Christ. Um, and it says, I'll give you, I'll give you all of my worship, fall fire, uh, fall fire, fall, uh, come consume it. And it, he taught this idea is that he, the song is about being willing to die for his faith. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that's the only reason that I'm doing the Reawaken America tour. I, I I have no, there's no other motive to it. So if you go to time to free and you request a ticket, you know, right now we have uh, at this second, right now we have 47 tickets remaining for the Reawaken America tour, Las Vegas, Nevada. And just being very clear, I also have $161,000 of deficit to make up, if I am to make it up, um, <laughs> because the event is costing 100. So, so far, we've uh, spent $161,000 more than we've brought in. 
That's before you accumulate the costs when you get there. Someone says, well, how's that possible? You know, you have porta potties and you have no hotel, no venue, no church was willing to host the event. So we had to build an outdoor and enclosed air conditioned facility. Uh, then because of the security threats, we had to bring in extra security to escort the workers who are building said building. Um, then we had to, you can go on and off listing expenses, jumbotron speakers, backup generators, air conditioning units. And uh, somebody would say, Either the organizer of the event, in this case me, has either A, lost their mind, or A, they have found a connection to God. So these yep. are the two options because it's not financially viable to do the events. And so uh, that's, I believe, what's happening is people are uh, – Eric Trump is telling folks about this, General Flynn, and they all say – I'm telling you, because some of these people, they'll ask me, they'll go, can I see the receipts from the event? And I go, yeah, I'll show them to you. And they look at it and they go, bro, how are you making any money? I go, I'm not. I'm not. They go, but once they get that idea, once they get that idea um, and they understand that you're actually in this to save America, there's something different. That's called a true believer. Um, and you, then you see a guy like Greg Locke and you go, Greg. And I'm not again. I'm not saying that I that I'm not putting these people on a pedestal where they're imper they're perfect people. I'm just saying Greg Locke is doing the best he can to share the truth. Robin Bullock's doing the best job he can to share the truth. Uh, General Flynn's doing the best job he can to share the truth. And you get these people, and and you look at wow, General Flynn lost his house to save up to save this country. He lost his home. Wow. Eric Trump wakes up with a new subpoena every single day. Wow. Mike Lindell is going through a personal hell because he will not let America become hell. Uh, you're starting to see all the, the persecution. And that really is what I call the remnant. And the remnant is what's left after the bogusness has burned away. And when I met you guys in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, I think you knew that you were part of, of the remnant and you didn't quite maybe know how to verbalize it and where this would take you. But over time, as you go to different events, you'll start to see, uh, again, where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. And where God is absent, there's like Sodom and, Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, yep. Maybe the, the scene for, for Mad Max or Waterworld emerges. Um, <laughs> and so what you have to do is if you're out there today and you want to save this country, pro tip number one, you got to get with God. Yep. Yep. So you got to go to your, your quiet place. You got to go there. You got to read Matthew chapter 24, Mark chapter 13, Luke chapter 21, Revelation chapter 6. You got to read Ephesians chapter 1, verse 16 through 18. You got to read, by the way, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 16 through 18. Paul's in prison and he's asking God for wisdom and knowledge and trying to understand what's going on. Well, if you read Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18, John gives you the wisdom and revelation and knowledge. I mean, we just got to get to a place where you really know the Bible. Then you'll be able to discern all the things that are happening and how they fall into place. But people, uh, Dave and Stacy, that, that don't know God, they see these things as unrelated events. And I'll give you an example of this. Backstage at one of our events, uh, this was in Ohio, a very wealthy person backstage. I won't mention his name, but he's out there going, I think Bill Gates is probably a good guy. And now this guy knows a lot about election fraud, but nothing about God, nothing about intent. I mean, he just knows about election fraud. And he's going, I think Bill Gates might be a good guy. And I'm like, what? You're saying Bill Gates is a good guy? And he's like, well, I mean, I think he just might be a little confused. I'm like, this guy is buying up all the farmland. He's got a satanic spiritual advisor. He's rolling out genetically modified mosquitoes. He wants to put RNA-modifying nanotechnology inside people. He becomes friends with the world's most prolific pedophile. Yep. He donates money to MIT to create the quantum dot and the CBDCs. What? And this person had no idea about anything 
because they had no discernment. And so anyway, the reawakened tour, there's three main benefits. You come to the event, you have 70 speakers over two days, um, and you can name your price. So the prices couldn't be lower. So you can name your price 70-something speakers. <laughs> the second is most of the speakers want to meet you. These yep. people want to meet you, shake your hand. They want to meet you. So you leave, you get a chance to meet General Flynn, Cash Patel, Eric Trump, Don Jr., et cetera. And the third is you're going to be connected with people that don't want to be free to do as thou wilt. You're not going to find a Mad Max convention or a bunch of uh, people that wake up every day aspiring to recreate Waterworld in their backyard. These are people that love Christ. <laughs> And they're doing their best they can to raise solid families. And that's how I met you guys. And that's how I met so many wonderful people. So if you feel disconnected and isolated, find a way to get to the Reawakened America Tour Las Vegas, Nevada, August 25th and 26th. Again, August 25th and 26th. And folks, if you haven't seen the interview you guys did with Robin Bullock, if, you, if anybody hasn't seen that, Robin is one of the few courageous ministers out there that knows what is going on in the world and how it relates to biblical events. And I encourage everybody to watch the full-length uh, two-hour-plus interview you did with Robin Bullock, as well as the, the the short clip you guys put out. He really, Robin Bullock is doing a phenomenal uh, phenomenal job. We put he that is. we put that link down below. Yeah. Another verse, you know, those are, I mean, the, the prophetic stuff, revelations, all that's important, but people also got to really grab a hold of this idea of, of, of even John 3.16, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten mm-hmm. son that whoever, whoever, whosoever believes in him won't perish but of everlasting yeah. life. And people are, are scared. They're scared of diseases. and But, but like, we're going to die. I mean, you know, just, can you make a difference while you're here? We're going to die. And and people need to be upfront with that reality of like, okay, we can save America as a country, but Americans yep. have got to come into contact mm-hmm. with their personal Lord and Savior. And, um, you know, I don't know if I'll lose a listener over that or something, but... Um, you need to respect the fact of the people that I I see consistently that are all in to save this country. They're also consistently driven by this compelling drive inside of, of like a Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell would go back to having nothing. He would live in a box and start from scratch if he could save this country. And I've not hung out with him, but people say, you know, when you're with him, he'll also like correct you if you like swear or something, mm-hmm. because he really, he really wants to keep his mind and stuff clean and pure. Cause he wants to be sensitive to what the Holy spirit's guiding him to do, mm-hmm. you know, and it, you read his book and his testimony. It's like, those are the kind of people I see the most committed or also the most connected to what God is wanting to do in this country. And yeah. I think we do have better days ahead for America, but it's going to be because of Americans getting saved mm-hmm. that America can be saved. That's exactly right. And to go to uh, the Reawaken event, you can go to timetofreeamerica.com, get tickets there, or you can also text 918-851-0102. You can put fly over there. They'll get a hold of you to let you uh, know if there's any tickets left and how you can attend. Also, if you'd like to to go to the meet and greet that Clay was talking about, meet some of the speakers, text the word PARTY to 40509. 40509 for that information. It's actually going to be at 4 o'clock before the event starts on Thursday, and you'll be able to meet the speakers there. So 40509, text the word party to that. Pastors oh. for Trump. Yeah, Pastors for Trump is going to be there. And also on Sunday... They're going to be re-releasing The Trump I Know, and that is going to be an amazing documentary. The same people that did the reawakening series about the reawaken event also did The Trump I Know, and that's going to be released as well on the 27th of August, and we're going to be at that event. Yes, really super cool theater. Uh, 
a high tech uh, theater. It's owned by some patriots. That it's a it's a small venue, but it's going to be streamed and and stuff. So a lot of information out there about that where you can watch that at a distance. You can host watch parties, get people together. But it is important to come together to gather with like minded people. And if you've never seen the Trump, I know this would be a good opportunity to be able to watch it to see it streamed in and find out. Hey, what do people that work around him like? If if Trump is really this racist, if he's this uh, misogynist mm-hmm. woman, you know, person like. How come there's so many women that work for him that are like, hey, he's the greatest guy ever? Right. Like, like the ones that know him. And, you know, hopefully if you're going to judge me, it, it, it'd be judged based on people who've actually met me. And what do they say? What's their history? What's their story? Not just what Clay says, you know, but like, like what does Stacey say? <laughs> I want to, to tell you about that Trump, though, because I've actually, you know, had an opportunity to be in, in his presence a couple of times. Um, the way that Eric and President Trump uh, conduct themselves is when they walk into a room and they're there to meet with you, they, they make direct eye contact um, and they, they immediately fill the room with positive statements. So they always will go, Clay, it's great to see you. How are you? You know, they're, they're very quick to make that eye contact, to say something positive of, you know, I appreciate what you're doing for the country or thank you for being a good friend to my son or whatever. The, they're very positive. Um, and then when you meet them, both Eric and President Trump, uh, for anybody who hasn't done that, what you do is you kind of wait in the lobby and you go, hopefully I don't screw this up. <laughs> you know, and you're you're there, and you 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 know, I'm hopefully you're there with a purpose, but you get a chance to observe all the the coworkers and all the employees and all the people that are there, um, and you get a chance to hear some of the conversations that are happening before because they have open door policy, pretty much they keep the door open, and um, everybody's going ninety miles wow. an hour. It feels like you're on the campus of a Christian college. A lot of the it's that, that kind of energy. Everybody's very positive, and their people are very very nice, and you get to hear the way that Eric. Um, connects with his staff and President Trump connects with his staff. And they're both um, very uh, uh, direct. They're very uh, high energy. They, they, bo- they, they don't hold back to give compliments. And there's just a buzz in the air. Um, and I could just say when we met, I met Eric here recently, we we're in New York and uh, my daughter was with me and she brought one of her, my two daughters were with me and they brought one of their friends. And he could have said, Clay, good to see you. Let's go talk about whatever. But he was like, Clay, now this is your daughter, right? This is Havana. Okay, Havana. Okay, and then this is wow. uh, Leia, right? Okay, so Leia, and who's wow. your friend here? And he takes the time to go over that, to show him the boardroom, to point at some of the buildings, and to say, hey, girls, this is what we do. We build buildings and manage properties and did all that. And then I had to say, hey, can we head back to your office? Because he was so kind and generous with his time to connect with my wife and my kids. Um, cool. And then when he went out to lunch, Every single person in the lobby knows who he is, and he could have blown them all off, but he carved out time to make sure to greet everybody and to treat them uh, with respect. And he's just a great guy. So I would just say that Eric Trump and General Flynn are are really wonderful people. And through the Reawaken America Tour, you guys have had a chance to spend um, extended periods of time with Eric Trump Mm -hmm. and and General Flynn and uh, backstage. And they're wonderful people. And if you watch the Trump I Know, if if people will go to your event there, um, Laura Trump, who's in the movie, Kimberly Guilfoyle, who's in the movie, um, Don Jr. They're all going to be at the Reawaken America tour in Las Vegas. And uh, Laura Trump is is a wonderful woman. I mean, yeah. she is just a wonderful lady. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's a power lifter uh, who's also trying to save America. She's <laughs> no a doubt wonderful about it. Person. I love those arms. She's, I mean, she's a wonderful lady. Um, Don Jr. is a great guy. Uh, again, Kimberly Guilfoyle. These are all great people. And when you watch the documentary with you guys there um, on the 27th there, um, you get an opportunity to really experience who they are. But if you come to the Reawaken America Tree, you can probably shake their hand and, and greet them and get to sure. the, uh, say hello to them. 
That will be great. So you got to see on the bottom of the screen there that 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 long acronym basically just means the Trump I know film.com. So T T I K film.com, the Trump I know film.com. So go there and check that out. And uh, just try to make good ideas easy to find, to put mm-hmm. the good fruit on the lowest branch possible uh, so that you can grab it. Um, and the Thayers are great friends of ours. Obviously, you guys saw them on the show tonight. So uh, they're great friends. They're doing such a great job uh, with getting this information out there and putting together the documentary. I want to jump over, not to be like a random based parade here, but I want to jump over to somebody that's not doing a good job. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're, you know, What's the expression? Uh, tough times don't build character; they reveal it. Mm. You know, if you want to know how good Abraham Lincoln also said, he says that you know a lot of people can handle tough times. Give them some success, see how they handle that. You right. know, as well. How do you handle power when you're in a powerful position? How do you treat people that are dependent on you? That's one thing you notice with Eric. I haven't been around President Trump, but Eric treats. We were behind him in a line one time at an airport. He was buying some tea and some gum and stuff, and he's chatting it up with the gal that worked there and was super kind and had a ball cap on. I don't think she knew who he was. You know, mm-hmm. and just like regular person, how do you how do you treat people uh, that maybe can't do anything for you and so forth? But um, when you go through a tough time, uh, it kind of reveals what's really on the inside. Our country's mm-hmm. going through a really tough time with these fires in Maui the last few days. And I just want to highlight two different kind of responses. We saw a lot of tragedies. We saw the train derailments. We saw mm-hmm. Palisade. We saw you see the best version of President Trump when he's like walks into the McDonald's and he's like yucking it up with all the people and kissing babies. How you doing? Mm-hmm. He, he does change the energy, you know, mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a room. Even in tragedy, he brings that energy and a hopefulness to it. There's a film of, of, of him with a little boy by a grave, you know, at a Memorial Day, I think, kind of event. And he's giving this kid a hug. And it's just, it's just endearing. You can tell he's like, you know, kind of really engaged with regular people. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanna, we got a, we got a, some pictures here I think uh, Colton's going to put on of Joe Biden's response to this has been, I think, very telling about his heart maybe his ability to connect or maybe his lack of empathy. I don't know what it is, but it's not been a great moment for him to shine. I kind of want to contrast the two mm-hmm. of these. Let's play the video uh, of actually Joe Biden um, and how he responded when asked about Maui. Will you come talk about the Hawaii response, Mr. President? Uh, nothing there. Wow. No comment. Uh, With a little smirk, which was kind of interesting. And he'd spent quite a few days uh, on the beach, you know, before that at at, uh, in Delaware, I think it's Rehoboth Beach. Um, There's a there's a Washington Post article, uh, Washington Post, which isn't necessarily you know uh, an enemy of of the Democratic Party. There's a there's a Washington Post article saying Joe Biden's had over 254 days of 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 out of office time since he's been president, which is a lot mm-hmm. when you have an important job. I've not had that many days, I think, in my life uh, off pretty mm-hmm. much. I know Clay, you know, as Definitely well. Definitely hasn't. Um, when you look at President Trump and his response, you know, they're doing things, taking actions when there's troubles. There's a picture of, you know, Joe Biden at, at the beach while Maui burns. It's just not not a good look. We have a clip. Uh, President Trump made an announcement uh, um a message to the people. I just want to play that real quick because I think it's very sincere and it it kind of shows the contrast in the mindset and and also competency and ability to perform in a Mm -hmm. tough situation. I'd like to express my sympathy and warmest regards to the people of Hawaii and specifically all of those who have been so gravely and irreparably hurt by the tragedy of the wildfires in Maui something the likes of which have seldom been seen anywhere at any time. The death caused by this 
catastrophic event will be far worse than ever expected now that houses and cars and other areas are being inspected. The sad thing is, it should never have happened. Our government was not prepared. And very importantly, the aftermath is going very poorly with the governor of the island wanting to do nothing but blame it on global warming and other things that just happened to pop into his head. When asked about it today, as he was getting into a car, perhaps coming home from the beach, where he has been spending a great deal of time, Crooked Joe Biden, the most incompetent president in the history of our country, with a laugh and a smile, said he had no comment on the death and the tragedy. To say no comment is oftentimes fine, but to be smiling when you say it, especially against such a tragedy as this, is absolutely horrible and unacceptable. It is a disgraceful thing that Joe Biden refuses to help or comment on the tragedy in Maui, just as he refused to help or comment on the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, for a very, very long time. In any event, hopefully everyone will be able to pull together so that a horrible situation does not get even worse. To the families affected, I give you my love and sympathy. Nothing can ever replace your loved ones, but you will always have the memories and will feel their great love surrounding and embracing you. Together, we will continue to carry their legacy forward, and I love you all very much. Thank you. That is how you respond. Now, Clay, wow. you're a researcher. You, you yep. again, had everything figured out before lockdowns, before anything else ever took took in a place with, with COVID and all these things. Um, what... I've never seen anything that's brought more memes and images and theories to the table than these fires in Maui. And it's well, kind of hard to sort through all of the, the noise with mm -hmm. it. Well, let's, let's just real quick, let's, let's, let's talk about this hard facts. Okay. So hard fact, number one, Joe Biden was the keynote speaker at the world economic forum in 2016, where he talked about mastering the fourth industrial revolution, AKA the great reset. Okay. So that's a fact. Look it up on YouTube, Joe Biden, world economic forum, 2016. You can watch it. Okay. That's a fact. So that means that he is working with this guy, Klaus Schwab to implement the great reset. And this guy, you've all know a Harari and you've all know a Harari has said out loud that COVID showed us we could shut down entire cities. And he says, imagine what will happen with climate change. So you understand they, they need to create a climate emergency in order to usher in the great reset. This, it has to happen in order for this to happen. So um, if you if you again, if you haven't seen this, folks, you need to watch Joe Biden's speech. He's talking about this. OK, so um, he's talking about implementing the Great Reset. So here we are. How are we going to create a climate change emergency? How, how are we going to do that? What, what what needs to happen in order to to do that? Uh, what is you know, because, again, you've all saying COVID wasn't even that deadly. And look what it did to the world. This is what this is stuff he's saying. So how can we, uh, how can they usher us into climate change emergency? Let me hit play here, folks. Listen to this. Um, many of the scenarios that I, I outlined before the pandemic, I didn't outline them as a prophecy, but just as a possibility. Okay. Maybe it will happen. Listen to this. It's not an extremely deadly virus. It's not the Black Death. He's even mocking the fact that it's not an extremely deadly virus. Mm -hmm. Okay. And look what it's doing to the world. 
So now just try to think what will be the implications of a much bigger uh, problem like climate change. Also, conceptually, it shows that, um, and here I completely agree with you, Ratko, that it shows you that you can change things on a massive scale. That, um, and again, you can stop all flights. You can lock down entire countries. You can actually do that. And uh, life goes on in some way. And this, I would say, may make us more open to radical ideas about how to deal also with climate change. Okay, so they have to create an emergency related to climate. So in order to do that, we've had these wildfires in Canada that all appeared to ignite at the same time. And we have bizarre footage that's showing up from Hawaii. Now you go to Twitter, just type in Maui fires, you're going to see bizarre footage. And so, uh, so big idea number one, you all know Harari and Klaus Schwab have said out loud that they are implementing the Great Reset, and Joe Biden is part of the Great Reset. He's the keynote speaker at the World Economic Forum in 2016. That's a hard fact. So the World Economic Forum is openly discussing climate change as the next big thing. Second thing is, how, how do you get to a climate emergency? What do you have to do? How crazy do you have to make it before people would be willing to give up their freedoms uh, in order to march into a smart city to be safe? Well, you got to make it pretty crazy. Yep. So you're going to need um, wars and rumors of wars and famines and pestilences. And you're going to need Matthew chapter 24, Mark chapter 13, Luke 21. It's going to need to happen. And so idea number three, everyone look it up here. It, it's called a direct energy weapon or a DEW, direct energy weapon. You need to look it up. Uh, the direct energy weapons were uh, reported by many people who uh, are not me. That the direct energy weapons were supposed to be functional and working worldwide by um, 2020. So by 2020, the direct energy weapons are supposed to be fully operational worldwide. Now, what is a direct energy weapon? If you spend some time looking it up, it can po point a beam of light on a given subject until it uh, sets on fire and or explodes. So let's do an example. Um, if you take a magnifying glass and you focus the sun's rays on a leaf, you could cause the leaf to catch fire. We all know that. Now, imagine you could do that times a thousand or times a million. You could direct an energy, a, a point of light on a given or an energy beam on a point on a given subject until it, it explodes or catches fire. So there is the technology to do that. All right. So next thing we need to know is Oprah Winfrey bought about uh, 870 acres of land on Maui for $6.6 million. Now think about what an incredible deal is that. 870 acres of land in Maui for $6.6 million. Wow, what a great deal. Now it appears as though the, the homes that burned down in the tragic fire, real people had their homes burned down. Uh, remarkably, Jeff Bezos, his home is fine. Um, oh, she's fine. You know, a lot of the elites have properties on the island and they are just fine. Thankfully, they're fine. Now, the people that refuse to sell their lands, the, the people that have lived on the ocean and have refused to sell their land, only their homes were burned down. So uh, only the homes were burned down of those that didn't want to sell their property and move into a smart city. So um, is it anecdotal? Is that fact? Is it, is, 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 is it fact that that was done intentionally? I can't go there because I don't, I don't know that. But what I can tell you is the directed summary, the direct energy weapons do exist, and everybody can watch those tonight. You can easily find them. Just type in direct energy weapons. And the, and the, and the, 
big uh, and large military industrial complex companies are openly demonstrating on YouTube how they work. So that's that's the thing. We know that the World Economic Forum has started a seven-year countdown. King Charles has started a seven-year countdown to Agenda 2030. We know that Joe Biden is um, a part of the Great Reset. He's the keynote speaker at the World Economic Forum in 2016. Mm-hmm. So it, imagine that you were uh, implementing your nefarious plan and you were almost there. Wouldn't you be smiling? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you were that of that mindset, if yeah. you were a nefarious person who's been plotting this for years – and I mean, at least since 2016, Joe Biden was the keynote speaker. That's seven years ago. So for seven years, he's been planning the Great Reset. So when he when asked about it, um, he is actually doing very well implementing the Great Reset. So he's not trying to stop it. I mean, that's he's implementing the Great Reset, and so that's what's going to happen. And so I predict you're going to see wars, rumors of wars, famines, pestilences, nation rising against nation, and I think that all these. Things must come to pass, but the end is not yet because the gospel has to be preached all over the world. And you might say, well, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it's Matthew chapter 24. It's Luke chapter 21. It's Mark chapter 13. So that that is what is happening right now. And that's why Joe Biden, I mean, I, I, I'm actually shocked he didn't high five people. Like yeah. I can't, I'm almost shocked he didn't say, yeah, isn't that awesome? I mean, I'm almost shocked because he's implementing the Great Reset. He is not serving the American people. He is against the American people, American people as the World Economic Forum implements this anti-human agenda. And uh, it's called the New World Order. And Henry Kissinger spoke. And I'm telling people things you can look up to on YouTube easily. Henry Kissinger calls it the New World Order. At the Global Summit, they called it the New World Order. Uh, Elon Musk wore a jacket on the back of it to the 2018 Met Gala, and on the back of it, it said New World Order. They are implementing the New World Order. Now, what's the, the new... World that would be uh, the new world order would be a post Christ uh, world, and so Robert Kiyosaki was on a podcast called the Stansberry Report. He was just on there uh, yesterday, and okay. uh, I have got this clip. And because Robert Kiyosaki is not a theologian, I mean, he's just uh, you know he's talking about uh, what's happening right now, and he's explaining factually what's happening. So listen to this. This is yesterday. I think there's a bigger story to tell about the BRICS. It's almost three quarters of the world's population have signed on. So there was only the, you know, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, but the big one is Saudi Arabia and Iran. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason that's important is they hate America. And if you can get that picture, plus you have the Belt and Road Project, uh, you have most of the world that's not, um, I'm going to be, I'm going to Hope you don't get censored of me saying this. Here we go, folks. But the world that they're going into is a non-Christian world. I'm not being, you know, religious and all this. I'm not being political. I'm saying it's, you know, Muslim, Hindu, Islam, and all this. So this is a very big move because the world. And so uh, uh, BlackRock has an AI that they started in 1999. That's it's an asset buying AI. Okay, it's called mm-hmm. Aladdin. And Aladdin is a story about a Chinese uh, orphan who finds a, a a lamp and it gives him powers over jinn, J-I-N-N. And on the NIH website, a jinn is described as a demon-possessed person. So Aladdin now controls 88% of the S&P 500. So BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, they now control, they're all controlled by this AI called Aladdin. And uh, the company that created Aladdin is called BlackRock. 
And at the center of the United Nations Meditation Room, which was heavily influenced by the Luciferian Alice Bailey, there is a black rock. And the United Nations is trying to take over the world. And the Muslims gather, uh, most Muslims try to gather at least once in their lifetime to go worship at a black rock. So mm. this is what's happening right now. You're seeing a anti-Christian system being implemented. Man, okay, and so August twenty second seems to be a big day for Bricks because you brought up Bricks with Robert Kiyosaki. Like That's just around that the corner. Train just down the bend. Yeah, it's it's just next week, I believe, next Tuesday. What do you see coming out of that? Uh, well, what's going to happen is um, again, just to be very clear. For sixteen consecutive years, these countries have been hoarding gold in preparation for the announcement of a new gold backed currency for for, for sixteen years. So it's not going to be like a, a sloppy finish, okay? They're going to focus on diligently implementing a devilish plan. The plan is going to be to implement a new gold-backed currency. They're basically – so let's t- talk about it. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, all these countries, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Venezuela, they've now created an ecosystem where they don't need the U.S. as a consumer. And they certainly don't import things from the U.S., and they don't need the U.S. as a consumer. So at some point, I don't know the date. Jim Rickards seems to be convinced it'll be late August. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki kind of echoes that. Uh, Mark uh, Moss echoes that. I, I, you know, you have um, Catherine Austin Fitz echoes that idea. I don't have a specific date. All I can say is that uh, they're they Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. They're going to impl- they're going to announce the introduction of a, a new partnership with the BRICS Bank. And the BRICS Bank is based in Shanghai, China, and it's uh, called the New Development Bank. And they're going to have an infusion of capital from uh, the Saudi Arabians. And they're going to announce a plan to uh, de-dollarize and to expand BRICS. And so once they decide to do that, um, they'll no longer uh, view the U.S. currency as a valid source of payment. And at that point, um, our dollars would be uh, not worth less. They would just be worthless. So I don't know the date of that occurrence, but that that's their their plan. And then by having a gold-backed programmable central bank digital currency, uh, it provides um, even more um, value to the stakeholders of this new system. And so um, that way, the the theory between the of these countries is that you can't really get into the club, you can't get into BRICS unless your country owns a copious amount of gold. So that's sort of like the admittance fee to get into BRICS. So I don't exactly know how that's going to work out, but I do know uh, they're planning on dramatically expanding BRICS and moving away from the U.S. dollar. Okay, so you always have marching orders. Before we let you go, what are your marching orders? What should we be doing right now? Call to action. Call to action. One is don't look directly into a direct energy weapon. Okay, so one, I would recommend that you, you schedule a consultation with your precious metals expert that you guys recommend. Um, you know, you guys have had the relationship for over a decade, and therefore, I feel like that you guys have done that research. Um, I have a precious metals uh, company that I buy from, and all I can say is you guys are not dishonest people. You're you're the real deal, and you guys have teamed up with a precious metals company because you you vetted it and you feel good about it. So I'd schedule a consultation with a precious metals company that you can trust. Second is I would go to timetofreeamerica.com and request those final 40 tickets here. I'm looking right now. We have 39 tickets now. So 39 tickets are available for the Reawaken America Tour. Um, So you can get those at timetofreeamerica.com, timetofreeamerica.com. If you use promo code FLYOVER, you're entered for a chance to win a backstage pass. And then finally, uh, just read. Read it out loud as though it's the word of God. Read Mark chapter 13. What? Yes, read it out loud. Read Matthew chapter 24. Out loud? I don't know if I read it out loud. Stop it. (laughs) 
Luke chapter 21, read it out loud. Read Revelation chapter 6 out loud. Read Daniel chapter 2 out loud. And when you read it, when you read it out loud, something crazy will happen called you're going to know it. You're going to understand it. And then when people like Robin Bullock are talking or you see these current events that are happening, you'll go, I get it. And then you're going to be able to share it with other people about Christ and the whole purpose of what we're doing right now is we got to lead as many people to Christ as possible. I don't know exactly how it all ends, but I know that Jesus is King and at the end he wins this thing, but I'd like to uh, bring as many people with us and help people escape from the eternal fiery damnation by coming into a life saving relationship with Jesus Christ as quickly as possible. So I would encourage you to just get in the word of God and share it everywhere. Also, we're going to Trump Doral in October, reawaken America tour, Trump Doral, Miami, Florida in October and Mm. to rally California, which is a place. It's a real place to rally California. It's uh, 30 miles outside of Fresno, and you can get those tickets at time to freeamerica.com. That's in December, the month of Christmas. And because I love Christ, um, you're going to see a, probably a, a, a um, unapologetic celebration of Jesus during our Christmas event. So just look for none of this Santa bogusness. We're going to have Jesus everywhere. I don't know. We'll probably have an uh, epic amount of uh, Christmas uh, carols that are Christ-focused. You're going to see probably uh, the, the whole, I mean, anything you can picture by someone who's obsessed with Jesus and Christmas, Amen. that's what you can expect to rally in December. So it's going to be a great time, and I'm excited to see everybody there. Thank you guys for carving out time for me. Sorry my schedule so crazy. Thank you so much, Clay, for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the goal, you know the, you know the thing. We will shut you down. We will cite you. And if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory, this is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread a light to the rest of the world. When you choose to go against the sacred thing that God put into the very heart and the soil of this nation, this was sacred to God. This reawakened tour is literally what it means. It has reawakened the American heart. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how. In 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. You could buy the, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, 
That $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for a free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or the moon landing, chemtrails, the Nephilim, demons? Those are all things that fascinate me. Decided to use our platform of the Flyover Conservative podcast and create a new show called Conspiracy Conversations. Every Saturday morning, we get together with some of the brightest minds in the world that have spent thousands of hours on a topic, churning through the research, looking at things they've traveled, they've been to the locations, they're looking for the truth because they're as curious as you and I are about what's true. What is really true about our past, where we came from, where we are, and where we're going? We don't bring on guests to iron out their wrinkles and find out the things that we disagree on. No more than I go to the grocery store and, and, and try to put everything in the whole store in my cart. I just try to walk out with better ideas than I had when I walked in. If you got something inside you that's like, what about that? I don't even know if I agree, but I would like to hear them out. If you have an open mind and a curious heart, we've got a show for you every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock, conspiracyconversations.com.